Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Liberty Update with Jake and Bree. We have a lot to cover today, including the 2023 Convention of States Regional Strategy Summits, which we are excited to go over with you today. We will also feature a new Gallup poll that describes exactly how Americans feel about Washington. We'll spend some time discussing the feds moving to deport a homeschooling family, even as illegal immigration breaks new records every day. And finally, we will touch on cities that have scored $1 billion in federal grants to fight environmental injustice with shade. Thanks for returning to the Liberty Update podcast. We appreciate your support. And now we'll get right into it. So unquestionably, one of the most exciting components of being a part of the largest grassroots army in American history is to watch the grassroots constantly develop and implement new ideas for promoting COS, educating people about Article 5, encouraging legislators to support our resolution. We're constantly developing new ideas to carry the Article 5 solution across that final finish line. And you can see that in what we call our regional strategy summit. So for example, last week, Convention of States activists from multiple states convened in the Midwest for a three-day flyover regional strategy summit. This is just one example. We're holding summits like this all across the country over the month of September and going into early October, comprising Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, and Wisconsin. The flyover region, as we call it, is led by regional director Catherine Zamanik and multiple state directors, all of whom were in attendance. Additionally, the meeting was well attended by state grassroots coordinators, regional captains, district captains, state communication coordinators, legislative liaisons, state information analysts, and other CUS activists. So it's just an opportunity for our activists to come together to develop new strategies and to get to know each other on a personal basis, especially among the different state teams. Over the course of the weekend, the state teams focused on promoting grassroots engagement and legislative strategies, networking and boosting regional relations. They also honored many team members for many outstanding accomplishments, awarding a total of 29 telepatriot pins, 14 patriot pins, and a challenge coin to the state director of Wisconsin of the only 300 challenge coins minted back in 2016. This was one of the less than 10 now remaining. Spanning the topics of communications, marketing, recruitment, retention, training of the grassroots, CEO's presentations, and grassroots guidelines, these strategy summits held in multiple regions across the country represent the grassroots army's commitment to spreading the word about CUS. Ultimately, as the event concluded Saturday with state teams already planning their strategies for the upcoming legislative year, the flyover region is looking forward to 2024 and thrilled to watch all that the grassroots army will accomplish. Again, we're holding these summits in multiple regions and it's extremely important that we continue to innovate, that we continue to design new ways to reach people with the message of Article 5. If you're interested in learning more about this summit or others, go to conventionofstates.com and we'd be happy to fill you in on all the details. 
amid heated funding disagreements in Washington that could result in a government shutdown in about 24 hours, a whopping 82% of Americans disapprove of the job Congress is doing. It's no shock at all that a dismal 17% of Americans approve of the way Congress is operating, and this is according to new Gallup polling data. But what is astonishing is that some people think it will change with another election. While elections matter, it's clear that this erratic, self-serving political cycle doesn't just end. In the last five years, approval of Congress has peaked at 36%, trending downward since the first few months of Biden's presidency. One year ago, in September 2022, just 23% of Americans approved of Congress, but we've dropped even further from that 6% since then. As Gallup noted, the low ratings have persisted for some time. They said, quote, as infighting within the Republican Party continues and a government shutdown seems increasingly likely, Americans' rating of Congress remains low. The good news for all of us, it's a bipartisan feeling. Even better news, there's a bipartisan solution. To institute effective permanent changes would require an outside influence. The internal system doesn't change itself in any meaningful way, as we've seen. So that leaves we the people to clean up the mess. The swamp may reek and the slime may be thick, but term limits, fiscal restraints, and restrictions to the power of the government can do the trick. This week, reports broke that the federal government is moving to deport a law-abiding homeschool family despite doing very little to combat record-high illegal immigration on the U.S. southern border. In 2008, the Romyak family fled to Tennessee from Germany after German government officials fined them for homeschooling their children. The family's application for asylum was initially granted by an immigration judge but later struck down by the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals which ruled that the family had not shown that Germany's enforcement of its general school attendance law accounts to persecution against them. Despite this, and this was over a decade ago, the family was informed that their stay in the U.S. would be permitted indefinitely. Now reports from Fox News show that the family faces abrupt deportation back to Germany 15 years after fleeing, despite two of their kids being born here and at least two more being married to U.S. citizens. The Romiak family entered the country lawfully, their lawyer pointed out. They've been here lawfully for 15 years, they want to stay here lawfully, and there's a way to make that happen. The Biden administration can make that happen. The agencies can make that happen. And we're asking them simply to do just that. Ironically, as commentator Pete Hegseth pointed out in an interview with the family, quote, we're seeing record numbers of illegals race across our southern border, most of which are loosely claiming some sort of need for asylum, end quote, and yet the federal government seems uninterested in deporting any of them. According to Reuters, U.S. border authorities encountered more than 142,000 migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border just in the first half of September, Italian pace to match or even surpass previous monthly highs. Despite this categorical crisis, however, the federal government has instead prioritized deporting a law-abiding Christian homeschool family that has lived here for over 15 years. This shameful decision betrays Washington's lopsided priorities, putting its woke agenda ahead of the good of the American people. To reign in the federal government and keep it accountable, go to conventionofstates.com today and sign the petition and join us in the fight against federal overreach.
While Biden's Department of Agriculture is dishing out over $1 billion for cities to plant trees. That's right, inner cities need more shade to combat, quote, extreme heat and climate change. Oh, how we've come full circle. Trees were long ago excavated for major cities to grow, but now cities have evidently developed too far. The USDA argues that cities need access to nature, yet 97% of America's land is nature, including forests, grasslands, cropland, and wildlife areas. A slim 3% of America's 2.3 billion acres are urban, according to the Department of Agriculture's data. Never mind America's abundant access to nature, we must spend ample amounts of money to bring nature back to these built-up cities. This is an effort to counter environmental injustice. So trees will be planted in areas that mostly serve minorities who have been harmed by a lack of shade, the Center Square reports. The funds come from the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which was pitched as a way to slow inflation. But what it actually did was open the door to the biggest climate spending spree in history, while citizens continue to fight the effects of inflation. The funding is in line with the Justice 40 initiative, which is an executive order Biden signed during his first week in office that aims to deliver 40% of the overall benefits of relevant federal investments to disadvantaged communities. In a press release, the Department of Agriculture says studies show that trees in communities are associated with improved physical and mental health, lower average temperatures during extreme heat, and increased food security, and create new economic opportunities. It sounds like humans were possibly made to be outdoors and live off the land. What a concept. However, that would mean escaping the city life, and with that comes a whole different type of voter. Like with any addiction, the government spending won't just stop. We have to make it stop, which is what Convention of States is working towards. 